Listen, we've been getting a lot of requests since the beginning to cover Dark, and this show's so confusing, we had to bring in a guest to help us break this down. Let us explain. Welcome to Let Us Explain on Intercut, the completely sporadic and unscheduled Intercut supplement where we go all in on a piece of TV, movies, or entertainment that people can't cut away from. I am your co-host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me, it's not about where, it's about when, it's Arturo Zarita! It's almost like you're, it's almost like you're a member of the show. A, a writing staff, if you will. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm excited to be here. I'm more excited because ever since the show came out, there's been someone who's just, won't leave me alone. It messages, ended up knocking on my house. I'm like, you live in the UK? How did this even happen? Watch Dark is what she told me over and over and over again. And I finally got to it and it's worth it. I had Netflix sending me literal emblems from the show and everything. And she's like, how? She's been the number one supporter of the show and they haven't sent her anything. But now we have her on here. Uh, <laughs> introduce yourself, Rihanna. Hi, I'm Rihanna. Um, I have a YouTube channel called Rihanna Toria. I have obsessed about dark since it came out in 2016 and yet Netflix is sending stuff to Art who hadn't even seen the show. So <laughs> I got this thing and it said, I am sending you this thing from the future. It says Netflix nowhere on it. I think I talked about this a little bit back when. I don't even know where the book is right now. And I opened this and I'm scared because I think it's actually a prank. I think it's actually someone from the future. It took me a while until I realized, oh, it's from dark. I was scared. Like, their marketing for this thing is, like, they're really believing, like, people are traveling back in time and stuff, so. I'm excited to talk about this, because it's supposed to be three seasons, to be its complete story. We're covering it just two-thirds of the way through, so it's going to get interesting, it's going to be fun, but it's, but most of all, it's going to be confusing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's great to be joined by one of our longtime YouTube friends here, Rihanna, who we've known for a while now, yep. and who's been encouraging us to catch up on Dark. It's worked on art. It hasn't worked, worked on, on me. This, I'm going to try and sort of uh, navigate this conversation as the person who doesn't understand how people can be their own fathers or, mm -hmm. or whatever the show is about. Uh, and the show is Dark. It, it's one of the more like viral, like cult viral shows, I think is a way that seems kind of apt to describe it. A lot yeah. of people really, really love this show, but it is very niche. Um, I think when it first premiered on Netflix, it kind of got this reputation of being like the German Stranger Things, but I gather that it's changed a lot since then. Uh, let me back up though to say that what we do here on Let Us Explain is dive deep on something that we can't stop thinking about for other people who can't stop thinking about that thing too. So that means we'll be talking about anything and everything, including spoilers, so you might want to wait until after you've seen this to watch our segment, or just be like me, dive full in, knowing that this is a confusing show anyway. Uh, if that's your thing, that's fine, uh, but before we go into the spoiler zone, we want to talk a little more generally about Dark. Uh, as I mentioned, it did get those Stranger Things comparisons when it first showed up in, for its first season. It's back now, and uh, I feel like it's gained this reputation for being the show that you need to watch while you're taking notes about what's going on. Art, before we started this conversation, you sent me a very confusing timeline yes. with lines, dotted lines, and solid lines, and different colors, and <laughs> family trees. Can you can you wrap my head around what is going on on this show generally? All right, Rihanna and I are going to go tag team on this if I miss anything. Okay. It's about confusing you. That's my take. What about you, Rihanna? <laughs> it's just about messing with you. 
there is there's no simple way to describe what is going on in this show but i'll try and break it down yeah go ahead go for it okay so it is about this town called weiden in germany it's about the families that live there and one night one of the young children of one of the families goes missing and there's a big investigation into it and things start to sort of get a little bit weird when people in the town realize that it's happened before 33 mm. years prior mm-hmm. and just shit starts to explode hit the fan <laughs> yeah, so it's that, that missing child element that I think a lot of people wanted to connect to Will missing in Stranger Things but uh, as Dark unfolded it, it became much more of a, a timeline oriented show yep. as we were talking about uh, in the in the intro this is very much a mystery about like when things are happening not where uh, exactly right so what is it that desire to solve the time to solve the timeline that continues your interest in the show as it moves forward um, i just want to know what the fuck's happening that's it like because it's like you want to figure out what originated something but they tell you from the get-go there is no beginning but you still put on the little clown mask going like now nah, i'm gonna try to find it and every single finale they go we told you not to do that. And it's like, but you can't help it when it comes to, let's say, a, a, a timeline-centric show that's dealing with, you know, not just 33 years before, but perhaps other times as well. But like you said, the times are different, but it all takes place, like Rihanna said, in this one town. And it's every single person in this town is involved in one way or another. Sometimes, you know, they give you the uh, your own grandfather paradox type thing. Other times they just give you a, a whole nother, like, I don't even know how to describe it because some of these, in the timeline that I sent you, there's no beginning or end for those characters. So you start wondering where did they come from? And then forget the characters, the props. Uh, one of the best things when it comes to, like, hearing about the directors... Uh, or the uh, showrunners. I believe they might have directed some, but they've written it together. Uh, they're actually a couple. And uh, if you hear any of their interviews, it's really interesting because they're like, we'll write it, and then we just won't talk to each other until we're done with the script and then come back together. And one of their biggest things is that they have painstakingly made sure that everything is in order because you have to understand you are filming the kids in 2000... Uh, when, is it, when does season one takes place? 2019. And then... You're filming them in the future, but also in the past, and you need to make sure that their hair lengths, and they're going to like the nail, to everything, to the props and making sure that that prop has been there since the beginning. Does that prop even originate anywhere? Y'all are really concerned about like, oh, is that person their own parent? But who created the prop to begin with, considering the inventor created the prop by having the prop there to begin? It's so crazy that people have yet to find Something that uh, is, in, is an inconsistency yet. But as we know, there's supposed to be three seasons. I think what intrigues me the most of the show is... Uh, I see it a lot as a metaphor, because as we said, it all takes place in a town. And it's all a loop. I see it a lot like Place Beyond the Pines, in mm-hmm. where it's the story of what the fathers did. It, you know, it's cool to say it's like, oh, that person is his own father. But sometimes it's like, no, really, you are just acting like your dad did. There's a lot of Chernobyl bits that come into it dealing with radiation, which I think gets very interesting, mm-hmm. and we'll get to it in the spoilers, where you realize that a lot of what's happening in the town is just, you know, things that happen in our real life that doesn't have time travel. 
people 33 years ago did some stuff and it's not until 33 years later that you start seeing those repercussions. That's how I would describe it. Pretty much. <laughs> and it's but then you throw in time travel in the mix. Right. I don't know if that intrigues you more into um, it or if it confuses you even more. <laughs> I'm I confused mean, and I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you've seen it, you like kind of get what I'm saying. If, if you haven't, then you're like, wait, wait, hold on. Go back to the she's her own mom bit. <laughs> yeah. It gets really confusing, but uh, I think it's intriguing. One of the other things that I would say is when it comes to tri- time travel, a lot of the times people time travel back in time to stop another bad guy. But have you ever time traveled back in time or forward in time to stop a version of yourself from becoming the bad guy. That's where the show starts getting really, really interesting. So is it that that like almost convoluted nature of the timeline, how densely packed uh, this show seems to be, where you find it rewarding? Is it that when you realize, oh, we're connecting the events of 33 years ago to what's about to happen, that you kind of get that wave of satisfaction from Dark. I definitely got that, yeah. Like, in season two in particular, because season one, mm, they don't travel much between each timeline, whereas season two, a lot of the time, they're just, they're jumping. Each, where, Mm -hmm. and everywhere. So a lot of stuff is explained more in season two because you're just like, oh, hang on, that's why this person does this because this person was at this place at this time sort of thing. So there's a kind of, I I thought it was a big shock. Apparently (laughs) the viewers of my YouTube video does not think it was a big shock in season two. I think they just assumed it, but she's right. The season one's more of a mystery. Season two is full out time travel. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, it starts off as a mystery, obviously, turns into time travel in season one, but then season two, they're just hopping Nothing about but. everywhere. <laughs> like, nobody knows future. where anybody is. <laughs> so, exactly. which season did you like more? So far. Mm. See, I've seen season one twice through, and only season two once through. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like season one might have been a little bit more consistent, only because... It was more kind of compact with yeah. where they were traveling and who was there, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Because right. season two takes it to a whole nother level. It gets far more confusing yeah. with who's who, <laughs> etc. It's like, it's it's like a three lot episodes to... are the same event, just from a different perspective. It's like, exactly. what is going on? <laughs> exactly. Um, season two, I loved season two just because my brain exploded on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like season one was the thing that, like, pulled me in and kept me there if you know what i mean i liked the mystery of season one if that makes any sense yes yeah, that makes sense i like the start and then getting to know the characters because season one is also about getting to know the characters as well mm-hmm. as the mystery whereas season two we know them it's not so much about the characters anymore um but it's about messing with people's heads like you think predestination is confusing that's that thank you for bringing that up that's one of the big ones and then that that was one of the early videos that we started doing like explain stuff for because predestination is, is if you have not seen the movie i don't want to fully spoil it for you but it is a time travel movie that just messes with your head and i'll just you'll be like what i don't what what this is that with an entire cast that's going through the same thing that one was just ethan hawk right this is everyone's ethan hawk every single person is ethan hawk and then you realize, oh no, they're both Ethan Hawke. <laughs> so it's, 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 I think it's intriguing from that aspect, like she said as well. But 
on top of it, it's also, like I was saying, I don't know where season three is going because I agree with her. The first one is like, okay, we get it. It's, we're learning about these characters. It's a mystery. Okay, the whole town's corrupt in season two. In three, is it going to be the country? Like, I'm surprised we haven't traveled outside of the place. We've traveled to 33 years before. Uh, we'll get to spoilers in a little bit. Traveled other places as well. Season three, to me, I don't know where it's going to go. Rihanna, you seem lost, right? No. <laughs> the show Lost? You haven't seen Lost? Don't look at uh, it's me. It's okay. Hey, if anything, I'm not going to shame you. If anything, I'm glad you get to experience that for the first time. So I don't want to fully spoil this for you. But for those who have seen Lost, for those who know that I adore Lost, big Lost fans, looking at my Lost Dharma clock right there, there is an ending. The, the finale to season three of Lost, I think, is one of the best in television. Season two ends like that. Season two ends and gives you the same emotion season three. You can hate the finale of Lost or whatnot, but that season three finale of Lost, you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. Exactly. I do. Yeah. You need to go back. That's all I'll say. That is back. this, where you're like, that's an option? That's how season two ends. Am I wrong? Yeah. You're like, I, I didn't even know that was, I didn't even know we were playing with that. It's crazy. So well, the now I gotta watch Lost. <laughs> All in on uh, the upcoming third and final season. 100%. And I think it's a rewarding show. I think that's why you get really invested into it. Because many times you'll follow a show and you'll be like, ah, there's too many inconsistencies. I don't believe they're going to stick right. through it. Let's just think of one of the biggest shows of this past year. And where a lot of people felt that they've invested eight seasons. And then the eighth season didn't really fulfill a lot of stuff because it contradicted other things. This show, I feel like I'm watching a Denny Villeneuve movie. I feel like I'm watching Enemy. And even though I don't understand it. I know that they have everyone on contract signing to make sure they don't release the details of the show. So I'm confident in watching a show where at least I know the two showrunners know what they're doing. And it's yeah. interesting on, to see them achieve it. On that note, you know, there are a lot of shows and movies that deal with aspects of time travel and different timelines. Uh, as recently as this year, we got Avengers Endgame, which prominently featured time travel. And a thing that the internet does inevitably with these movies is... Uh, pick them apart and critique the elements of time travel. It, whether or not it's even people on the internet, sometimes you can't help but watch movies like this and sort of pick apart the elements of time travel. And for a show that relies so heavily on it, Rihanna, I'm wondering, do, do potential, open, uh, potential inconsistencies or uh, potential plot holes ever frustrate you? Or do you feel like Dark does a good job of covering its tracks and, and keeping it all solid i think they have to be very careful with this show like yep you have to have they, they must have like notebook after notebook on things that they have to be careful with i'm assuming you think they have been careful up to this point they have been there are certain plot lines that i don't think have fully been explored but as i know there's going to be a season three and like a cycle three as they call it I am faithful to the fact that they are going to explain what's going to happen. Like, I it's kind of a spoiler. I don't know if I can talk about spoilers just yet. You cool with um, us getting into spoilers? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm cool with it. Uh, for anybody who's too afraid to get into dark spoilers, <laughs> there are plenty of intercut videos that don't have spoilers in them. Feel free to check those out. But uh, stick with us if you want to hear more about dark. Rihanna, go okay. for it. So they all season die, Zach. All of them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so in season one, 
the kid, multiple kids have gone missing at this point. When Miguel goes missing, a couple of kids before him have gone missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that there is this kind of room, a bunker, that has been decorated with like 80s wallpaper. They play 80s music. And there is this like chair machine device looking thing. And you kind of assume that they are kind of testing on the kids to see if they will help the time travel work, if that makes any sense. But then like in season two, you've got two devices that will enable you to time travel. And a lot of the comments I got on my season two video was like, why did they need the children? Why did they need the chair? And I kind of thought maybe kids' minds might have been a key to time travel yeah. or something but it's something that's not very explored as much in the show but i'm hoping in season three it's explained a little bit more because mm-hmm. it was a big thing in season one and then season two they kind of were just like oh it's fine we have two yeah we have a now. machine that can do it yeah. instead yeah we don't need it anymore sort of thing and there's uh, a certain machine that adam has that he basically said fuck everything and creates himself. Yeah, he pretty much just went to the Avengers Endgame set and it's like, oh, y- y- y'all have a briefcase? Look at this. It's a wand. Like, it's 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 way different. Yeah. Um, so he just, I don't know, makes that himself and a lot of people are just like, oh, well, if he made it himself, why didn't he use it this time and this time sort of thing? So people pick it apart so, so much. But I don't do that when I'm watching. Like, I'm I'm just trying to embrace it, trying to understand it. A lot of the times if I overthink things, maybe there's a few inconsistencies here and there. But I think they do such a good, good job with keeping characters consistent and the, the casting of older and younger versions. Like, you would just think they put aging makeup on them because they're basically yes. the same people. Um, and I follow the... Uh, creator of the show or one of them on Instagram and he's constantly posting photos from shooting season three and I'm like I swear to god boy <laughs> he's posting it for you <laughs> I'm gonna be so angry um, but the cast and everyone who have read the scripts and who have creators they must have some sort of like next level above Marvel above Game of Thrones like contract <laughs> to like mm-hmm. shut the hell up <laughs> because any of this gets leaked it's gonna be all over. Just it's one of those things where even if they leaked it, people are gonna be like, "I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I have That's no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> like it's someone like, could probably okay. leak something from season two, and they'd be like, "Stop spoiling season three. It's like that was in season two, was it? I don't. <laughs> I don't even know. Like this um, is how season three ends, and you're like, "I don't believe it. What? I don't. I don't I see don't, that even being. I don't, I don't see how we can get there." Uh, it's exactly. interesting because the uh, the two the there's the showrunners were actually inspired by a show called The Missing. I've personally never seen it. I know it's a big BBC show. They were inspired it. by it, and that's where the Mikhail going missing comes in. They were also working on a like time travel thing, and they didn't really have anything. And then they got pitched something. I think after doing whatever show they did before this, they get pitched to something. They pulled the the missing script and the time travel script, and they went. And that's how we get the show. It's the it's so interesting hearing him talk about how they go to that. But you're right. They're worried that the inconsistencies are going to come in, like we were talking about, the uh, the props, the machines. Because I know you had mentioned two. Turns out there's six. According to them, there is six time travel machines. I don't know how that's possible. 
Yeah, you ever hear a creator describe their show and it confuses you even more? You're like, mm, I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna include that. Um, but I agree with Rihanna 100. percent Every time I see like an inconsistency, like she said, viewers, that I've, I have not made a video yet, so I'm clean of all that because I'm, I don't want to deal with people yelling at me of like, this was wrong, this was. I'm usually the first one. I hate the paradox, the grandfather paradox, because I'm like, well, no, there's got to be a beginning to that, and it doesn't make any sense. Somehow they've won me over, and that hasn't been my issue at all. I've also not had, I have not had an issue with, like, you were saying, wouldn't this character remember this? Why wouldn't they do that? Why wouldn't they do this? And I just always call back to, uh, I just blinked on it. There was a, I always call back to the idea that so long has passed, Mm -hmm. you, you wouldn't remember who your old self was. Exactly. You get kind of a thing. And I think that that's, like you were saying, they really build up the characters in season one. But in season two, uh, I think they're showing you how they end up becoming who they will be in the future. Since we're in spoilers, the son of of Michael. Mikhail's a kid who goes missing. He travels back in time. That kid grows up in this town. He ends up having a son named Jonas. But Mikhail, when he travels back in time, becomes Michael. He commits suicide on the same day that he ends up going missing when he was older. What he doesn't realize is that his son will then follow this cycle that doesn't end with him. His son Jonas now has to figure out, the heck, that kid is my father, which makes the girl I like my cousin, if you want to attract it to the Game of Thrones types of things, (laughs) or technically my aunt. And then that leads you to the idea that Jonas is like, what am I going to do? Here, let me help you. An older Jonas comes to help him. But that older Jonas to Teen Jonas is nothing compared to the older, older, older Jonas, which if you're looking at your map right now, is this almost burnt, disfigured person who claims that because he time travels so much, that's what causes you to look that way. And he ends up being the bad guy. That said, though, he could also be a liar. Because Claudia, another person who time travels a lot, doesn't look like that. Yeah, Adam does. Exactly. It's a very interesting thing where, again, what I said, what really started intriguing me in the show wasn't the time travel, but it was the decisions characters were making to abuse this time travel. Rihanna had brought up that uh, 33 years prior was the 50s. I want to. No, 33 years prior was the 80s. 33 years prior to that was the 50s. That's where this guy named Noah is kind of experimenting on these things. And you think Noah's the big bad? who's trying to time travel uh, and and use these kids as an experiment, as Rihanna was saying, and they put things over their eyes, and Mm -hmm. you're realizing, okay, well, they don't have the machines yet. They're testing this out. It is ironic that the machine created later on, they were able to time travel back in time, but in the 50s, they're still using that. By the 80s, they're kind of embracing the kids who are time traveling to the 80s from 2019 and from the 50s if they've survived. In 2019, they're like, as confused as you probably are right now describing this, and then know that the show still takes place 33 years into the future, 2050-something. So this show is all, right? This show is all over the place, and you realize that the past, who you think are the original bad guys, are being influenced by the people in the future. Which kind of gives you an interesting theme of, like, you're no different than the evil done in the past if you continue pushing that forward in the future. I really need you to watch this show, Zach, because I feel like Rihanna's the only person who gets what I'm talking about. And you're like, I I haven't even started to tell you about the girl who ends up being her own mom and she's a sheriff. I even Yeah, I've somehow managed to listen to you talk about this for the last 20 minutes and 
feel still completely unspoiled because it's That's so beautiful. dense and I complicated. I always say that, yeah. It, mm. it, it, the, the greatest shows, you can't be spoiled. You still go in there. It's great to go in not knowing nothing, which is why we put the spoiler warning, but... Yo, Hannah is not 100. She does something in season two that you'll go like, oh, I've never seen that done in time travel. You ever time travel? Well, we've seen it in Looper. You ever time travel to the past to lock your ex up because he didn't choose you? Hannah is not 100. It's such an intriguing show. And like I'm saying, I think the beauty of it doesn't come in really the time travel. It comes in like, I can't believe these characters would do that to each other. Yo, that man's dating his aunt. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, did his aunt just come in from an alternate timeline? What is this season three going to be about? Uh, what are your theories on where you want it to go? You too, oh Zach. <laughs> I'm sure your theories are even... I, I bet Zach can come up with a better theory than we can. <laughs> you know, I think so. My my theory is that there's only like four people in this town. 100%. And they're all just That's probably themselves. true. <laughs> and they're all the same person. <laughs> It's just two you know people. Fair game. These timelines condense to one. <laughs> season three isn't a thing anymore. Zach cracked the code, everybody. <laughs> but what are you expecting in season three? I know you mentioned the uh, <sighs> sort of genre switch up. Do you have a specific aim, angle that you hope to see in season three? Who's a character you hope they uh, they put more attention to? Mine's mm. Doris, I think is her name. I feel like we haven't even covered her at all. Uh, she is... Hegel's mother. Hegel? Yes. Hegel? Uh, well, I think Claudia's mother, supposedly. But it, it wasn't really, yeah. She was uh, married to Egon, oh, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you yeah. recall, Doris Hannah, who isn't 100, who goes back in time, decides, I want to stay here. Yep. This meaning she perhaps is the mother to other people. It's insane. But yeah. where do you want to see it go? So a lot of theories have been... St- circumnavigating the internet that obviously Hannah stays there she and Egon see like, seem like they have a little thing going on and a 100%. lot of people think that Boris Newold, who is a character in 2019 who's very mysterious nobody knows anything about his past is actually Hannah and Egon's child because Hannah's last name is Conwald and Egon's last name is Nielsen. So they combine the two last names. Two names together. When I heard that, yes, keep going. This is insane. But but then a lot of other people are thinking that it could also be Jonas and Martha's child, Mm -hmm. which would be incredibly incest. But it's a possibility. Um, I just want to, I want the family tree to be complete, you know, because some characters, we don't know who their father is or who their Mm. mother is. And, since we got, you know, who Charlotte's mother, daughter, person. Charlotte's was. mother is her daughter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Charlotte's mother is her daughter. That's how the finale ends in season two. <laughs> Watchdog, everyone. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I hope to find more about Peter's past because I don't think we know. We don't know who his mm-hmm. mother is because Hegel is his father. Yeah. So we don't know who his mother is. We don't know who Claudia's Mom father is. is. Well, her father's Wait. supposed to be Egon. You know what? I'm getting Regina and Claudia mixed up. A little bit. <laughs> That's the so, thing. I, with it's it. okay. I got them mixed up all the time too. Uh, easily. <laughs> but, but if Zach's right, they're the same character, so you aren't mixing anything up. It's the same people. God. I'm mixing Doris and fucking Heigl's mother and Claudia and Regina, whose daughter and I don't even know anymore. We don't know who Regina's 
father is. Yeah, because Claudia's father is Egon. Mm-hmm. We don't know who Regina's father is, but yes. her mother's Claudia. Her mother's Claudia, but you don't know who it is. Which, let's talk a little bit there. Claudia, so a, a big thing that's going on here is you have all these innocent civilians who are suffering from whatever this loop is and missing kids, right? Like, you have your inklings of Atlanta Monster because it's like, eh, I don't want to say fully Atlanta Monster. Minus the racial sides of it, it's this town that's like, so no one's going to do anything about these kids. And the reason no one does anything about the kids is because no one wants to be investigated in this radioactive Chernobyl-like place. This place is run by this woman named Claudia who ends up, uh, who's not only the daughter of the uh, officer who is the worst officer of all time in my opinion that guy is completely he's arrested the same kid three times in three different generations never connected the dots are you hearing what i'm saying <laughs> like you didn't you didn't realize you arrested a guy named ulrich three different times you just never connected it okay he has a daughter named claudia this woman ends up being the head of this place and you could say uh, unconsciously is involved in creating this room and creating this thing that's hurting a lot of boys but she never paid attention to her daughter. The very arrival in this and where she works so much in a radioactive uh, plant that her daughter, who not only got bullied growing up, also ends up with the worst cancer possible. Like, like she's getting treatment, but she's just dying in the slowest way possible. And her mom realizes she's responsible. And this big thing starts becoming in where you have Claudia as being the light and then Noah being so the they darkness. Say. Yeah. At a certain point, it's exactly so they say. Imagine if you were watching like Star Wars and they try to make it simpler for you, right? It's the light side and the dark side. But then you start realizing, nah, the light side were just smart and they just called themselves that. But they ain't really that good. That's where you start realizing that. What does Claudia have in mind against uh, Adam? Claudia and Adam I see as the two big bad guys who are controlling everything. Until you find out that there's someone above them. It's one of those things where you realize, oh, it's Claudia and Noah. Actually, Noah's underneath Adam. Who's underneath Adam and stuff like that. Who's above Claudia? And but is, again, is... it goes back to that. It's who are, the posi- who are the people in the position of power who are abusing all of this? And I think this, this is a perfect back-to-back thing to have <laughs> after you watch Chernobyl, in my opinion. I think, it it's, a, actually, I think it's a doozy, right? It was crazy watching, like, see, did I watch Chernobyl first or season one, season two first? I don't know. I watched them pretty close. They together. came out around the same time, right? Yeah, I was just like, I'm, I am. Um, You're know just waiting for Claudia to come out in Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But. Yeah, like especially like obviously Jonas was coming out in like the yellow hazmat suit and stuff. I was like, I'm having flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I thought we were breaking bad for a second. It, it's just, it's yeah. really intriguing when it comes to, and we haven't even scratched the surface of half of these characters. But again, mm-hmm. that's what I love about the show is that you can rewatch it and learn new things. They have future proof this show. This is like when they shoot things in 8K. That's what they've done with this thing. I love that we'll be able, it's a, it's a, it's a Donnie Darko type thing that's still discussed to this day. Mm-hmm. But discussed to this day, not as in like, oh, here's a recap. No, I have discovered something new in Donnie Dark. We will be having that with Dark for years to come. And that's what makes it a great show. Thank you, Rihanna, for recommending it. Thank you, Netflix, for sending me this coin. I don't even know what it represents, but I appreciate it. Oh, it's the St. Christopher medallion that Jonas finds in the sand to give sure. to Marta. Cool. Who left it for him? You know, like, where does it originate? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> no, you know Maybe what? Maybe don't watch the show. It'll make you go crazy. You know, middle-aged Jonas goes to that period of time, leaves it there for, for you know 2019 what I mean? Jonas. 
to give to mom. Like what? It's the, the lake house. It's the lake house, except more murders are happening in this town. <laughs> you know what I, I love about this show probably the most is there, in my eyes, there is no good or bad side. Just everybody. Interesting. Is a combination of both things. I, I think. Oh, I agree probably with that. That's good. The most purest characters are probably Martha and Jonas. But then, if Jonas becomes Adam, he's not such a pure character. And if he exactly, if he has spent that year with Claudia, and Claudia, this is the thing, Zach. Right? Claudia and Jonas spend a year together, like learning about time travel and stuff. And a year. In season two, Jonas goes back. To 2019 to tell his father look you're you're gonna commit suicide like and i don't want you to commit suicide because this is gonna start this whole Dude. thing yeah this is gonna start this whole cycle it turns out michael didn't have any suicidal thoughts he was fine and <laughs> jonas gives him a suicide note that he has written that he hasn't michael, written yet that he hasn't written yet which leads him to commit suicide and Not knows what to write because exactly. he gave him the note, which means he never wrote it. He just put it back down. His father also tells Jonas how he goes missing. He says, some guy took me. That guy will be his son. They told each other how to start the cycle. Wait, now I'm lost again. <laughs> That's the thing. It's that just crazy, Zach. <laughs> okay, I... Everyone was just like, oh, that wasn't like a shocking moment. Everybody kind of knew that Jonas took Mikko back to the cave. I'd, nah, it didn't you, click you're to not me. listening. Yeah, It did exactly. not click to me. And obviously when they'd spent that year together and they'd figured out how they were going to like time travel Mikko back, obviously the first scene, basically one of the first scenes of season, in the first episode of season one is Michael Mikko going missing. And you yeah. see Jonas run away with him. But no, yeah. future Jonas goes back to pull Mikkel yep. away to time travel. Did you get that, Zach? What you saw in episode one, you don't realize till season two midway through. Oh, yeah, that was that was our character we just met. Nope. That was the future version of the character you just met from season two doing what needs to be done. You don't even realize that. Zach, do you know how scary it is to watch a show? And you're like, oh, yeah, these are the characters. Not realizing those aren't the characters. Let me put it to you like this. I felt like Martha sitting at the beach talking to Jonas. Then my Jonas got up and the older Jonas came in and went, oh, sorry, I needed to go pee. And then kisses her. <laughs> Zach, is that an intrusion? If you were to time travel back and kiss Caitlyn, let's say when they were younger, because Alina and I had this talk. If I traveled back <laughs> to when Alina was like 19 and kissed her, is that weird? Uh, it's a little weird. <laughs> Add to that that you I'm... also know that you're, eh? Now you got a whole Jon Snow, Daenerys thing going on, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then her brother is your dad and Her yeah. brother is your dad. So so given that <laughs> we've been through two seasons of Dark now and and the show is reportedly ending after one more year. Mm-hmm. How much does it have to do to leave you satisfied? <laughs> Nothing, just wrap it up. <laughs> I think you know what I think I want. I think I want some loose ends tied but i also you know what i wouldn't be mad if they sort of left it on a slight cliff has to has to because it wouldn't be dark without it you know because nothing here makes sense 
And like, I don't think the showrunners want you to know the full story. Mm -hmm. I think they want you to try and figure it out for yourself. It's very Midsommar-ish, where he leaves you the clues. It's like, it's there. Why the period blood? Do your research. But it's there. (laughs) You know? It's there. Yeah. So that's kind of like what this is. If the characters aren't going to get the exposition to know it all, then neither will you. But it's there. Exactly. Do your homework. And I was like, that's interesting. Exactly. Just so many things from season two just mess with my mind. (laughs) Cults and radioactiveness and mothers Mm -hmm. being daughters and honestly and hannah not being 100 percent. yeah it's just (laughs) you know what she is the most hated character definitely now one oh my goodness like that's the only thing everyone can agree on is that yeah she is the most hated that she needs to go i hate it because she's so adorable as a teenager too she well she is until she accuses auric accuses well, she says she sees Ulrich raping Katarina yeah. when she doesn't, but that's only because she wants to bang Ulrich. Exactly. Hannah's a character who's not 100 because when she was in high school, she wanted to be with a guy named Ulrich. Ulrich goes and marries somebody else. So he's like, all right, well, let me go tell the sheriff that you were raping that person. Gets him in a lot of trouble. This is the first time Ulrich will be arrested by the idiotic cop. Later <laughs> on, they get married, but they're still cheating with each other, thus causing Hannah to still not be 100% because she still wants Ulrich even though they're married. Hannah is married to Michael, the man who will commit suicide eventually. Hannah then finds a way to get Ulrich to travel back in time, because she's had a thing for Ulrich since the beginning. Hannah is the character who travels back in time to the 50s and accuses Ulrich yet again so that he can grow up there old, meaning that the Ulrich, whose son is Mikkel, who goes missing, is in jail like Grindelwald? Like... There's a version of himself still alive in jail at the beginning of season one. We just don't know he's in jail because we don't find out he's been put there till season two when they traveled back in time because Hannah isn't 100 and went back in time to make sure he's locked up in there. Dark season one and two streaming on Netflix now. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys want to add in there? Or no, because we, we will never up? stop talking about all of the No, craziness. never. <laughs> well, uh, that's all for this edition of... Let us explain on Intercut. You can catch more from me, Zach Shevich, by following me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, at ZShevich, or check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash show. Rihanna, where can people find more from you? Uh, Twitter is Rihanna Toria, Letterboxd is Rihanna Toria, YouTube is Rihanna Toria, Instagram is you, Rihanna Toria, YT. No, I don't update it very much, but just in case. (laughs) Dope, dope, dope. You can find me. uh, The A to Z show. Let me explain. And weekly here on the Intercut Podcast. Yes, you can catch new episodes of the Intercut Podcast on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on your favorite podcatcher. I like Overcast. And then make sure you subscribe not just to the audio feed, but to the video feed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash intercutpod, where you can catch our bright, smiling faces as we break down the latest in entertainment. Find new episodes of Intercut every Thursday, and let us explain dropping periodically. Please leave us a comment, like the video, consider heading over to iTunes to leave us a five-star, five-star review, and like our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. All of them are at intercutpod to get updates throughout the week from art, from me, from Rihanna, from all of our guests here on Intercut. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, 
Hannah is not 100%. Never been. Do you think I could use this in Germany as legal tender? 